Good day, everyone, and welcome back to The Proverbial Podcast. I am your host, John White. It is December. We are going to carry on with uh, another one of the Christmas stories. Last week, we were dealing with uh, Joseph. This week, we're, we're going to deal with Mary and Joseph. Um, everyone's familiar with the baby Jesus' story, you know, born in a barn, um, you know, laid in a manger, things like that. Now, that's uh, a lot of stuff that we have um, implemented into the Christmas story that pretty much isn't true. Um, Jesus was probably born on the uh, bottom floor or basement of a house uh, in one of his relatives' houses. So he was downstairs where they keep the animals. It wasn't a cave or a barn or anything like that. It was actually like the bottom floor of the house where the animals would be. Um, Mary um, was giving birth. They would want her somewhere out of the house because once she gave birth, um, the house or the level or the room or whatever would have been unclean. So they were following the laws set out by Moses, um, mostly in Deuteronomy. So you're dealing with teenage pregnancy, a couple that's not married, so single mother, you're dealing with no room in the house, and who knows, maybe the relatives knew that Mary and Joseph weren't married and Mary was having a baby. And what kind of scandal was that causing? Okay, let's go back to the beginning. The angel appears to Mary. Um, Mary says, how am I going to become pregnant? I don't, I've never been with a man. The angel said, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and we, we've got it covered. But to Mary's credit, she says, okay, um, let your words become true. So basically, she's taken on, I'm going to take the angel at his word, and I'm going to believe that this is from God. Now, you've got to remember, at this time, and, and probably for hundreds of years prior to this, people were waiting for the Messiah. So households were waiting for the Messiah, Women were, were waiting to be the mother of the Messiah. Just, you know, everything would be foretold in prophecy. So, I mean, you already know that Mary was highly favored of God. So she was doing something good. Her family was doing something that, you know, was following along the laws and traditions and, and things like that of that day. So, but imagine, okay, it would be one thing telling Joseph that I'm pregnant. Um, the angel of the Lord told me I was going to have, you know, God's Messiah. But you'd have to tell your mom. You'd have to tell your dad. Joseph, I'm sure, would have to tell his parents if they were still alive. His siblings, if they were still in, in the town. Mary would have to tell her siblings, if they were still in town. And you've got to remember that, you know, Nazareth wasn't a huge town, but it was a, it was a, a big town. It probably had four, five, six hundred people in it. A lot of them were, were related. Um, it's probably a good thing they didn't have social media because, man, that would have been on Twitter like you would not believe. 
So that was, that was pretty scandalous in itself that Mary was an unwed single teenage mother, let alone the fact that she was engaged, which pretty much meant she had already been married. Like we covered last week, you know, the dowry was probably exchanged. The contracts were exchanged. The animals were exchanged. It was a done deal except for the ceremonial part. Now, think about teenage pregnancy in today's day and age. It's not scandalous if you're a parent. It's not something that you want to happen to your teenage daughter or your teenage son for that matter. But imagine 60 years ago, 70 years ago, you are a teenager that has become pregnant. Okay, you're probably sent to an aunt's or grandma's house until the baby was had, then the baby was set up for adoption. You came back, carried on with your life like nothing happened. Now, let's go back 2,000 years. You're a young teenage girl who's pregnant, but keeps telling people that you've never been with a man. It was the Holy Spirit of God, I'm going to have the Messiah. Okay, people are going to think you're nuts. And if they were devout people, they would have known that in Deuteronomy chapter 22, I think it's even verse 22, um, pretty much, you know, the, the, the guilty individuals, so everybody's going to think that it was Joseph, so they could have taken Mary and Joseph to the gates of the city and stoned them to death. Now, that's a pretty harsh penalty for being a teenage mother. Think about that. I mean, it used to be scandalous. Ooh, you were sent away. Baby was up for adoption. You never saw it again. Your family knew your shame, but that was about it. Now, sadly, it's almost commonplace, and it's really no big deal. But then, there, there's so much involved in, in the Christmas story that we overlook because of the star, the wise men, the angels talking to the shepherds. Mary and Joseph could have been killed for what was happening in their lives. Now, we know that it, it didn't go that way. And we know because, you know, Jesus was born. But we know God would have taken care of them. And it's almost like God's timing. It's like when they were crossing the River Jordan with the ark. The water didn't stop flowing until the priest's feet were actually in the water. You know, the angel didn't appear to Joseph until Mary had already told him what was going on. And Joseph was going to be a decent guy and divorce Mary quietly. Then the angel showed up. Now, I don't know how many days or weeks or, or, or whatever it, it took for the angel to show up to Joseph for him to say, dude, chill the son that she's carrying is from the Lord and it's going to be the Messiah, which is really cool. Um, again, he would have probably been 
devout. And he probably would have been excited the fact that he was going to be the stepfather to the Messiah, the Savior of his nation. Now, question for you. Mary and Joseph had a couple other sons, a couple of daughters. Did they believe? Or was it just one of those, yeah, that's Jesus just being weird and kooky. You know, oh yeah, he's the son of God, blah, blah, blah. Did Mary believe? Did Joseph believe? In the scriptures, it tells us that Mary kept all these things in her heart. So the wise men showing up, the gifts. Um, I'm sure there were, you know, the 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 fact that they kind of forgot him in Jerusalem when he was 12 for a couple of days and they found him in the temple and he was teaching the teachers of the temple some stuff. Um, you know, the, the, his first miracle, the, the, the water into wine. You know, did Mary believe right away? Or did she just put it away in her heart and it's kind of like, I got I to gotta wrap my head around this. I got to see what this boy does. You know, did his brothers and sisters go through that that same emotion? Did they know? Did they know growing up that he was going to be the Messiah? Or did they they just kind of leave that, um, you know, Mary just let them figure that one out themselves? Um, we know James, his brother, was was a, a disciple. Um, he wrote the book of James. <laughs> he was there uh, in Acts when when Jesus appeared to them. So, I mean, he saw his brother crucified. He saw him resurrected. So, yeah, wow. You know, it's... I kind of think if I was around at that time, would I have believed in the miracles? Would I have believed in... Would I have been... Th- that devout, you know, and, and, and it wasn't like, you know, he was, he was teaching the same thing. He was, he was teaching something that was different from what they had believed in from the very beginning of time. I mean, the fact that they were, they were told, you know, the, you know, this is what you do for your enemies and this is what you do for your neighbors he was he was say he even said you know what i i haven't come to make everybody happy and comfortable i've come to divide family a son against a father a mother against a daughter a mother against a daughter-in-law it's he was teaching something completely opposite of what they believed but he was fulfilling so much so let's go back to wow you're having a baby we haven't known each other must be from God. So, yeah, they were... The whole story is more life and death than than truly than what I thought about uh, until I did some more reading and stuff like that. It is, it is quite a, a heavy story. But the fact that you, you, you look back and you think, did his brothers believe? Did his sisters believe? You know, did uh, his grandparents, if they were around, did they believe or did they just think that that boy's some kind of special. So, yeah, it's it's like wow. So, my my closing thoughts on this 
the Catholic Church, in my opinion, puts too much emphasis on the part that Mary played. She was highly favored, yes. She was chosen by God, yes. She wasn't saved until Jesus died and she became a follower of Christ. Now, the Protestant church, on the other hand, doesn't give Mary enough props. Um, what can I say? We don't hold her up as highly esteemed as I think she is. I think there's a happy balance between the the Roman Catholic Church and the Protestant Church. I, I, I honestly think that, you know, Mary deserves a lot more of our attention than, than we give her. Now, not to be worshipped, not to be prayed to, but she was Jesus' mother. She accepted the angel at his word. She had so it, in 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 all intents and purposes that she believed God at his word. And then when the angel said, your cousin Mary's pregnant, she went and saw Mary. So she took that angel at his word and boom, off she went. Now, interesting tidbit, Mary is the only person who was at Jesus's birth and at Jesus's death. So that's, you know, just kind of something in there. Um, okay, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap this up. I mean, I've I've said everything that I needed to say. That um, you know, Joseph, what a man! He was willing to put up with with a lifetime of scandal because that wasn't gonna go away um, anytime soon. Even though they did get married and they did have a family, you know, after Jesus was born, I don't know how long after that, but he was willing to put up with that. Mary took the angel of God at his word, knowing that God was going to fulfill his word, accepted it face value, told Joseph, trusting that everything was going to be cool. And everything was cool. We don't know what happened to Joseph during Jesus's lifetime. Obviously, um, Joseph was, you know, Jesus's earthly father. And there was some learning and stuff done there because Jesus became a carpenter, as was Joseph. Uh, but probably Joseph was a, a fine woodworker. So Jesus would have been a, a, a craftsman as well. But his brothers and his sisters, wow. You know, did they believe? We know some did. We don't know about the rest. So... Yeah. Christmas story. Puts a whole new spin on it, eh? It's life and death. All right. Well, that is it for me. God bless everybody. And uh, I will be doing another one. And it will probably come out uh, just, yeah, I guess just before Christmas. Um, I think we'll um, talk about the Christmas story. Just the Christmas story itself. So that's it for me. I will talk to you next time on The John White Project. Have a great day, everyone. Bye for now.